The voice of the Blue Bombers one-on-one with Mike O'Shea. The Pro-Line Gold Bomber Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. The Coaches Show is brought to you by DeKalb. They're ready to be your number one canola seed. The West Final is almost upon us. Saturday, 5.30, Bombers versus the BC Lions. For the first time in the history of the Canadian Football League, the nine teams finished the regular season in the exact order they finished the season before. So, of course, Mike O'Shea, we would get the exact same playoff matchups that we got the year before as well. And you're going to get the same answers out of me. Exact same answers. The symmetry is incredible. That's what we're here for. We're here for symmetry. It's the Coaches Show. 204-780-6868. That's the number for your calls and your texts for the head coach, Mike O'Shea. Uh, and a lot of, I got a lot of uh, praise being sent to me uh, on the text line and on the Twitter, at DT on OB. A lot of praise for the head coach. A lot of praise for the Blue Bombers organization that I'm going to have to uh, go through that with. Let's start with one of those. No, you can, you can skip those ones. This, this one's about someone else in the Bombers organization, so I feel like it's right up your alley. Daryl from North Battleford, Saskatchewan, says, My wife and I are flying in from North Battleford for the game. Huge Bomber fans. Special thanks to Carol Barrett for getting us tickets oh, yeah. six rows behind the Bombers bench. We are so excited for the game. Wishing you all the best on Saturday, Coach. Carol Barrett. Can't say enough about her. She is. She's a rock. I'm telling you. Like, she... She's in every morning early, turning the lights on, and she's probably the one turning the lights off every night, which is pretty neat. She she touches a lot of people too. There's just so many people across uh, across Canada that come back to Winnipeg to catch a game, and they end up end up going through her, and <laughs> she just she just does her job so well and cares so much about about that stuff. So here's to Carol. Yeah, yeah. someone. Uh, one of the one of the higher ups in the company had reached up out to me at one point and said, "I have a friend in Saskatchewan. His son is a huge bomber fan. Is there any way you could hook up something from Adam Big Hill?" I'm like, let me talk to the person I know who would. I talked to Carol. She's like, "I've got it." Just overwhelmed with with Adam Big Hill memorabilia from direct from Carol to this fan in Saskatchewan. You go, yeah, that's uh, that's how you do it. If Carol's probably not much for teaching lessons, uh, but if if you just watched her, you go. Okay, that's how that's how everybody should approach their job. Literally everybody. Yes, 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 that's a good point. Whatever job you do. Now don't inundate Carol with requests for free stuff. Everybody no. out there, please. She's she's busy, but she will try to make time for you. She's only 24 hours in a day though. Yeah, she's uh, she's got a playoff game to look forward to, the Bombers and the Lions. Uh what did you make of the game? What do you make of the BC Lions as a West Final opponent? Yeah, they're hot. They were that was uh Pretty impressive game. Uh, Vernon Adams, their QB, was was pretty well spot on throughout the night. Uh, used his legs well. Um, yeah, delivered the ball around. <laughs> their defense was good. Um, their kicking game's always good. So yeah, they're 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 a tough opponent. Yeah, twelve and six again this season, and again they'll be coming to Winnipeg for a West final with one game between. The Bombers, the Lions, and the Grey Cup. Let's go to the phone lines and welcome in Gail on line number one. Gail, thanks for your call. You're on with the head coach. Good evening, gentlemen. Congrats to the team and you on a wonderful season this year. Even with the four losses, it was still a great season. Enjoyed it very much. 
Um, watching the game on Saturday with Stamps and the Lions, I was really oh kind of worried about how we're going to defend against Vernon Adams because that man is slippery. He was sliding out of any attempt at tackling him at any time. It was a little like, wow, that guy is slippery. So my question to you is, what have you got in store for the Lions to negate his slipperiness? And I'm going to hang on because there might be a secondary question yet. Dale, don't worry. We've got special spray-on tacky stuff we put on our gloves and arms. The players do, so they just once they touch them, it's like fly tape. We'll be we'll be set. Well, Gail, you're exactly right. There, there were I think on two of his touchdowns and a third play, he got away from Micah Awe, who led the league in tackles. Like that was that was Vernon Adams at his finest this past weekend. No kidding. And uh, the other, well, now the follow-up question is, uh, I know you're not going to say it because that's just you, but is there any chance that Sean would be playing? Oh, we'll see. He looked good today. I don't, I don't talk like that. Come on. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. I know. Listen, he is in all seriousness. Uh, Dalton is in every day, very early with Al Couture and, He's doing everything he possibly can, and things are things are looking better every single day. So what that well, means this week, we'll see. Saturday, yeah. I'm going to be at the game. I will be yelling and yelling and yelling. And if you guys don't hear me, I won't believe it. <laughs> Have a good game on Saturday. We'll see you there. Thanks, Gail. Bye-bye. Gail, nice enough to join us at 204-780-6868. Just with Vernon Adams now, three of the five highest passing yard totals in a game this season. He puts up 412 in that game. Um, It was was noted he had a real, the the final time you guys played them this year, he had a real nice first half, and then you guys decided it, well, you guys decided it was over in my mind. You went, okay, you get 50 yards from here on in. It's just because it looked amazing in one game doesn't mean that he, I don't know how to phrase this. He, he's going to come in and overwhelm the bombers. I know people have kind of an uneasy feeling, but we saw some of that in the first half of week 18 against you guys. And then the second half just went, yeah, it's, it's over. This defense went clink, click, click. It was done. Yeah. So uh, th- they have that film now too, right? So they're going to make some adjustments and, and so will we, um, I think it's a, a very interesting matchup. It does obviously when you got a guy who's that talented who's who's on right now and is that athletic, you know, it does present challenges, but we're a pretty good team too. Number one in offensive points, number one in defensive points allowed. Yeah, we've got we've got a, a tremendous coaching staff that you know, is still in the building right now making sure the guys are going to be given a plan that they can not only execute, but that they can win with. We got a chance to hear from uh, Buck Pierce and Richie Hall, the offensive defensive coordinator, and Christian will have some of that sound coming up in the, in the coaches show. Buck said something and it wasn't that it caught me off guard, but just, it, it was one of those things a day. He said, this is the fun time of the year. Do you agree? And if so, in, in what way is this time of the year fun for you? Oh, it's certainly fun. I just think it's the, um, I mean, everybody is in there 
you know, um, executing their job, you know, like we all have, uh, you know, roles to perform. Right. And it just, um, this is what you work so hard for is to be playing at this time of year. Right. There's already teams that are out that aren't getting this experience of, of playing late fall football. Right. So, um, you really, you really play for, <laughs> you know, you really play for one, one reason at the end. Right. And yeah. so to, to have that opportunity, um, you know, the guys are, are working tirelessly to, to, to put that plan together and the players are, are making all the right decisions to make sure they're ready to go out there and do well. What I took away from Buck was he, he likes seeing the players at this time of year because they have a, I could I couldn't possibly describe it, but they have a certain look in in the, in the way they the way they look and the way they're they're approaching their day that you go yeah. this okay this the, is what I live the, for these guys get this opportunity the purpose yeah yeah they <laughs> and I think they really enjoy the fact that they are um, getting more time together right other groups have already gone their separate ways maybe never to be the same again um, and and um, you get an extra week or two together depending on how well you do it yeah the way the way they describe it when we ask them it's, it sounds like a place you would want to linger in as long as you possibly can it is 7 14 coach's show continues 204-780-6868 bill and jeff on the text line will hit you next the coach's show at 680 cjob the proline gold bomber coaches show on 680 cjob Coach's show is brought to you by DeKalb. Right now, save up to $50 a bag on DeKalb canola seed. Terms and conditions apply. 204-780-6868 for your calls and texts for the head coach, Mike O'Shea. Or you can slide into my DMs at DT on OB as Aaron did. Uh, and this is more praise for the Bombers and the organization. When you talk to him next for the coach's show, I was wondering if you could pass along my family's gratitude to Coach O'Shea. We were up for the game against Edmonton from Minneapolis. Ran into him at the Bombers store. He took the time to talk to us and hear how a joke trip to a CFL game 12 years ago turned into a bit of an obsession with the Bombers. For friends and I, meeting and spending time with Coach is something none of us will ever forget. Aaron Lahr on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Good, nice family. CFL fans. Right? CFL fans. Yeah. He said him and his buddies, I think, from university came up to a game and then they just kept coming and now wife and kids and <laughs> bringing them up and they're in the store shopping anyway. Yeah. We had a nice, uh, we had a nice chat. Yeah. You just, you run into CFL fans everywhere. I oh, first, yeah. first yeah. time I ever went to Mexico, I'm like. Oh, okay. There's a Saskatchewan Rough Riders flag planted in Puerto Vallarta for some reason. All right, CFL fans are we're everywhere. It's great. Yeah, it is great. It is great. They uh, we travel well. Absolutely. So, all right, we have a text to uh, get to. Jeff is with us on the uh, text line at two zero four seven eight zero sixty eight sixty eight. Says Coach O'Shea, do you anticipate any trick plays from the BC special teams? And if so, how are you preparing for them? Yeah, I, I don't know about if you call them trick plays. I mean, most special teams coordinators wouldn't call them trick plays. They'd call them plays. Um, so anytime the other team has the ball, we talk about being on defense first. So even though we have our generian grant out there and have our punt return or a kick return team out there, um, it really is defense first until we possess the ball. 
So everything is based on making sure we're covering covering eligibles and and aligning in spaces so that they, they you know they can't take advantage of that right. So um, that's where we start uh, with with the plan, and then you know once you possess the ball, then you're back on offense and trying to make the blocks and and get space for Janarian. But yeah, that's you know Paul Boudreau, our special teams coordinator, does a great job of uh, you know every single week. Um, you know, practicing situations that can give you um, some problems in terms of alignments and communications. And so well, we do it so often, you just try and um, put them in those positions in practice so that come game time, there's it's just matter of fact, yep, here's how we line, here's what we do with our job, here's who's, who is responsible for what in this situation. But literally, we talk about this every single week. There's, you know, a, th- a thousand scenarios, <laughs> you know, that can come up in the kicking game. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and uh, you have to react to them. So you just give them, uh, try and lay the foundation, give them the best framework to, uh, to once again, play defense first and, and then try and possess the ball. I want to be as general about this as possible. Saturday, you guys were, were on the field for practice and you were practicing a lot of situations, mm-hmm. which uh, I don't remember seeing a ton of it this year, but it was neat to watch it go, okay, well, if this happens, okay, well, that guy and that guy are, are ready for this. And, oh, and there's, the, there's that play. And okay. Like, all, I think as, as Bomber fans, we just want to know uh, if there's a dribbled punt situation, are you guys ready for it? If, if BC does doing that Montreal thing, are you guys ready? <laughs> Yeah, it depends on what defense you're in, you know, how close, oh, that, oh boy. how close that defender is. But that's what pursuit's for. You just hustle and and try and stop it. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. Vanya is on line number one. Vanya, thanks so much for your call. You're on with the head coach. Awesome. Thank you. And Derek, I have, I have a comment uh, back to, and I guess this is for the coach, uh, back to a couple shows. Um, just about the, the noise that the crowd makes and stuff. And it was, I can't remember which game it was at home, but we're season ticket members and we sit right under you, Derek. So when you say 50 there on the broadcast, we could practically hear you. But it was, it was really cool. It was at the end of the game, and, and Coach, you turned around to the crowd behind you like some of the players did and just a simple clap to your, to your uh, clipboard. And so I wanted to just say that means a ton to the, to the faithful that sit back there because, I mean, I've been going to games since, 2007 2008 and there were there were definitely some years where we were wondering what we were doing there but my my question is kind of maybe oddly timed but it's for both of you so both of you could respond with just the the some of the coaches that have been fired already and just thinking about bc and rick campbell and the way that he's turned around bc from going from ottawa i believe he was at before and, and you see it in other sports. How much of a team's success lands on the coaches uh, comparable to the players, right? Because, like, the Bombers, obviously, we have stunning coaching and we have stunning players. But for these teams kind of that struggle, and I get that quarterbacks have been the big theme this year, but just, like, how much of what the players do defines, like, because usually it's the, the coaches that get fired, especially in the NHL and stuff. So, just maybe speak to some of that a bit and, and the general manager that stuck around at Saskatchewan and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a chicken or the egg question, right? I think, um, personnel and coaching. uh, So the scouting departments, the personnel departments and the, and the 
coaching staff, you know, there has to be some alignment to get things going. You have to have some good understanding of, of what kind of players you want to bring in and what direction your team is going, what kind of systems you want to play, those kind of things. And you, you generally try and stock the team full of good people that are good pros or that you can coach to become good pros, but they have to be the right type of person first too. And so there has to be alignment in that vein. Um, but obviously we, we have a very talented uh, team and that that's a very talented coaching staff and a very talented, extremely talented uh, group of players um, that are the right guys. So, uh, you know, I don't, I don't know what, I guess if you're talking about turning around a team, what comes first is probably uh, alignment between a, a new, because you're talking about people getting fired, alignment between a new coaching staff and the um, the the GM and the, and the scouting department, the personnel department. I mean, once you get that alignment, then you start to build, and it does take time, more time than we thought it was going to take here. I've, I've said that a bunch of times, but... Um, I think that's, uh, I guess, where it starts in that situation. But you can, you know, a coach can leave a team, not be fired, and can leave, uh, you know, a dearth of talent there um, for the for the next staff too, right? So, um, and with regards to the fans, uh, I appreciate what you said. Um, once again, the fans mean everything to this this group too, right? They 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 love playing in front of <laughs> in front of this home crowd. They are once again an extremely intelligent, passionate group of fans that that we we recognize how well you support us. I like that. I don't like to leave my microphone off, but I like that answer from the head coach, Mike O'Shea. Uh, Vanya, I, I go to players. Uh, I know coaching's important. My old partner used to drill into my head. It's coaching. I'm like, I'd rather have more talented players. I think if you look at the Bombers roster, if there was a dispersal draft and it was an auction situation, no team would be able to to consolidate this talent for the salary cap. I think they, I think the guys, a lot of guys outperform their contracts and that's where the success comes from here. And they, they play for what they play for because they love playing here is, is always been kind of my impression from afar and from close up. So, so I'm, I'm totally a talent guy, but I, well, I'm major, majorly a talent guy. Let's say that. So when the bombers add a Kenny Lawler, you, you can imagine I get very excited about where the offense. We've got a ton of talent. Oh, we've got a ton of talent. Absolutely. So I uh, appreciate your call. I'm late going to break, but we'll be back on the other side. We'll have a news update, Christian, with some sports as we continue the coaches show on 680 CJOB. The Pro Line Gold Bomber Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. Coaches Show is brought to you by DeKalb. They're ready to be your number one canola seed. 204-780-6868 for your texts and calls for the head coach, Mike O'Shea. John on the text line says, can you ask coach why the Bombers dropped Carlton Agadosi, then turn around and sign Markeith Ambles? John says, kind of doesn't make sense. Um, Well, I'll tell you, it was a practice roster expansion and Ravi Alston showed up and did some great things and we thought uh, there might have been a, um, some upside. Um, you know, and we had to make some tough decisions because you can only keep 10 on your PR and we were up to 15 and we had a bunch of guys on the injured uh, list that were about to come off and they had to be placed somewhere. 
So we were sort of bursting at the seams um, with our numbers and had to get to a, a responsible uh, spot. Um, so we made that decision. He got picked up by Toronto and and played in a game, and now he's on their back on their PR. And um, and then of course Dalton got nicked up, and there sits Markeith Ambles, uh, a veteran player who's had you know over 700 yards receiving in a season and won a couple Grey Cups. Um, is mature, understands CFL offenses and defenses, and uh, was available. So we picked him up and put him on our PR, and uh, he's picked up the playbook in, a, in basically a heartbeat, and he'll be available for us if we need him. Two Grey Cup championships for Ambles, pardon me, Calgary oh. and Toronto last yeah. year. And I, I had to go back and look. 80% of his targets in the slot, I go, okay, yeah, I, I, I see why that one – and. Thankfully, that guy, a guy like that is available at this time of year for a team that suffers potentially an injury that costs an important player a game. Yep, yep. It's, uh, you know, as as things go on week to week, there have to be, you know, decisions have to be made and, and things come up and you've got to react. And I mean, it's I think Marky Thambles is a good reaction. And for for John, it wasn't like Agadosi was dropped and then Amble signed the next day. There was I don't yeah. know how many weeks were between them, but there was a, a span of time in between the the two decisions. Yep. Uh, but that's a great question, John. Thanks for being with us at 204-780-6868. James is with us on the phone line. James, thanks for your patience. You're on with the head coach, Mike O'Shea. Well, first of all, I wanted to say to you guys, I hope that next weekend you guys have the best, your teams and yourselves have the best game you've ever had. And then the one after that is even better. And uh, I was going to ask about Carlton, but I'll ask about Coach O'Shea's son because I thought he did some good things with the Bisons, and then I thought he was a player that they're looking at in the rookie camp. And is he in in the future uh, of football? Is football in his future? And also, before we got uh, Caleros, we had another quarterback, Matt. Is he still in the CFL in some way? Yeah, Matt Nichols you're talking about. No, he yeah. is, um, I believe, oh, he's with uh, a school in their athletic department, I believe. I, oh, I, I don't know okay, where. I forget what school he's at, but he's at a at a, a, a fairly prominent university, I thought, in their athletic department. UC Davis, maybe? Eastern Washington. Oh, Eastern Washington now? Just from his Twitter handle, I was yeah. just pulling up. Go Eags, Coach Best ESD. Well, that's where he went to school. Oh, maybe not. So he might be at UC Davis, I think. But I'm okay. not sure. Uh, regards to my son, I hope he keeps playing football. He's just finished the year. Manitoba Bisons had a tough loss in the playoffs versus UBC, yeah. which are number one in the conference, and they had a real good chance to beat him. They they had a lead on him, and, you know, going in partway through the fourth and couldn't couldn't hang on unfortunately but uh yeah i think he i mean he really enjoys being on a team and playing football so hopefully he continues going on and there was one other thing uh well i appreciate your kind wishes we we want to have our best game too so far this year and then even better and in then the great cup even better in the great cup love it you got to keep improving yes and uh there was another player is going to ask about now i can't forget remember who it is well good luck to you those and uh Thanks very much for having the show. Have you ever thought of having Wade Miller on the show and talking to him? That's a whole separate radio show. <laughs> yeah. It's not on this channel. Wade, <laughs> Wade is <laughs> tremendous. You got a fellow that that does uh, games, like like sort of like a film thing of 
a bomber games. Can he ever have a, a one of the games that Wade Miller made a lot of plays in? Because he was a quite a demon when he played for the bombers. He he, he was. He's still a demon. <laughs> James, thanks for your call. Appreciate you being with us at 204-780-6868. We'll go to Gary on line three. Gary, thanks for your call. You're on with the head coach. Hi, it's the old, hi, coach. It's the old fart calling. If my memory <laughs> serves me correctly, last year in the Western final, it was like 10 above or 12 above, you know, unusual weather. This year it's going to be similar to the weather maybe you played in Calgary. And I noticed in that game, which was unusual to me. I know quarterbacks, every quarterback's different, but both quarterbacks in that game did not wear gloves. And the previous caller mentioned Matt Nichols. When he played in cold weather, he, I believe he wore a glove and all his fingertips were cut off. Is that right? Do you remember that? I'm, I can't remember. Uh, does Calaris wear a glove in the wintertime or... Do you experiment with that this time of year because you know uh, it's a it it could be a factor you know yeah i I think the quarterbacks have a good understanding at this point what what they need to go with and they'll they'll you know as the weather changes or as the game dictates they'll do what they need to do to make sure they're effective I don't think Zach wears gloves. I don't know. They have that. They have hand. Uh, they have um, like warmers, m- muffs. They, they put their their hands in to keep their hands warm, and they'll keep them in there even just prior to the snap too to make sure they're. Uh, you know, a lot of times it's interesting around this time of year because the weather gets colder. There's also uh, it gets a little drier. There it gets a little drier, so it's not just the cold. A lot of times it's their their hands getting really dry. You know, and having to grip the football. So. Um, you but know. the balls are heated, aren't they? Uh, no, they're kept. Uh, I don't know that question. That's a that's a that's a good question. They're kept. I mean, the the guy running the footballs in and out doesn't have it. I don't think he has a heater. He might have. Maybe I it is heated. I don't know. Warmer or whatever. Yeah. Keep him in a, in a muff like in his waist or yeah. No idea. Something to watch for when I've, the game I've rolls never around. Never checked yeah. on that. Okay, so it's going to be a big game on Saturday. First time a, a, a final, final both Eastern and Western final are going to be played on Memorial Day. That's going to be a big thing, and it's going to be a game to remember. I hope you get a 40-burger. <laughs> well, I hope we get whatever we need. Um, but I also will I, – I encourage people to uh, make sure they take in Remembrance Day uh, – Obviously, it's well before kickoff, but if you happen to be about town getting ready for the game, make sure you thank a veteran and take your time to uh, take your moment to um, salute our veterans and and, uh, take a pause on Remembrance Day. Gary, thanks for your call. Appreciate you being with us at 204-780-6868. With that, we'll take a break. More with Mike O'Shea on the other side. The Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. The Pro-Line Gold Bomber Coaches Show on 680 CJOB.
Coach's show is brought to you by DeKalb. Right now, save up to $50 a bag on DeKalb canola seed. Terms and conditions apply. 204-780-6868. Uh, your direct line to the head coach, Mike O'Shea, be it a call, be it a text, however you like it. Uh, just one thing from around in the games this weekend. Uh, Hamilton falling to the Montreal Alouettes. So Montreal advances to play Toronto. Of course, Calgary falling to BC. BC will come here. In the BC Calgary game, Peyton Logan and Jack Hinsberger just a hundred miles an hour into each other on kickoff return. And both guys were in trouble. Well, both guys were down for a while after that. I don't know the 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 extent of it, but I go, ah, this is this is the price that the players pay for keep the NFL's trying to get rid of returns, the CFL's trying to get more of them, and you go, ah, oh, these guys pay a price to make this. Uh, game fun for us as fans. Oh, it just the way we and the way we react to it now versus 20 years ago could not be more different. Oh, 100%. They, the reaction is, <laughs> is completely different, completely different. Um, you know, there's a, a definite line now between old school and new school. And it's, uh, there's less of us on the other side of that. <laughs> you know, it's, a contact sport. I mean, and special teams, one of the exciting things about it is it's played at such high speed and there's the chance for some big collisions. And I mean, that's, um, it takes a certain mentality to be able to play special teams. Not everybody is as good as players can be on offense and defense. Not everybody is wired to play special teams. And that's a, an example of, of why, right? It's, it's played by, tough competitors that you threw in an alley, they might smile, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Back, you back them up in an alley there, they might have a grin on their face and um, no one likes to see that. And they, you know, they, they showed it on TV a fair bit. And, um, and I believe, uh, you know, hopefully everybody's, they're going to be okay. And I'm sure they will be. Yeah. I mean, it's football's been played for a long time. Right? So, uh, from your day, were there any memorable wedge busters? Because we don't we don't have wedge busters anymore, right? It's been a while since we've had wedge busters. Yeah. Was that a thing in the CFL? Or oh, am I thinking? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my under, for folks. The return team would form a wedge, and there'd be one guy whose whose job was to be a bomb and destroy that thing. Yep. That's a special kind of special player. Oh yeah, it felt like yeah. Not everybody can do it. Now, being in the wedge. Not everybody can do that. Yeah. Lots of guys are in there and they stop their feet, right? They don't run through contact. They stop their feet. But, uh, I mean, nobody can see the smile on my face. I've moved on from that conversation with the injury, but talking about special teams, I, I once again, played by a, a bunch of a bunch of special men, you know, that have a, that are able to, pull in that right mentality right at the moment to get the job done, even yeah. though it's a million miles an hour and it's contact is assured. Yeah. I I've, I've just thought it's, it's been super interesting and we'll move on. Interesting that the two biggest football leagues in the world just have diametrically opposed views of the NFL does not want kickoff returns. They don't want punt returns just by their rules. The CFL loves it. It's, it's a, just neat that they're different. It's a beautiful part of our game. Despite that being televised and and the probably the um, reaction that it's drawn it, you, we cannot take the kicking game out of the CFL it's just such a beautiful part of our game 
Keith with us on line number one. Keith, thanks for your call. You're on with the head coach, Mike O'Shea. Hello, Keith. Hey, coach. How you doing? Good. Just a quick question for you. I'm just wondering, uh, watching the BC game last week and just the escapability of Vernon Adams um, coming out of that pocket and rolling out, if um, if that you know happens on Saturday kind of thing with the cold weather and assuming there's going to be a lot of check downs and things like that, just if you guys, how much different you guys have to, you know, game plan for for a quarterback like that compared to a guy who kind of stays a little bit more you know comfortable in the pocket like Zach and then my second question kind of thing if this is more of a more of a statement kind of thing but just with Dembski and Oliveira and just how special it's been this year to watch two Canadians um, just exceed at their game and exceed at their craft and just how cool that's been especially uh, back in the day when you did the same with Toronto and um, if you can just have a comment quickly on that but uh, thanks for all you do Mike and uh, in the city and stuff and the pride that you brought to the Bombers and I'll hang up and listen now. I appreciate the kind words. Um, the first one, keep uh, mobile quarterbacks. Oh yeah. Adams. So so, I mean, whether or not he ran in those first three games against us, we've always had a plan for Vernon Adams or for mobile quarterbacks, right? It's like you have to have it, right? So that plan has been in place, or parts of that plan have been in place every time we played him, you know. So um, do you want Vernon Adams the runner or do you want Vernon Adams the guy who stands back there and throws to various receivers, a couple of which have a 1,000 yards, you know. So uh, it's pick your poison. But there, there's always there's always that plan and it's, you know, how quickly do we, do we maneuver in it and what's he really doing against us or trying to do to us against that. Uh, during that game, I mean, there's there's always just the broken plays where he's going to take off, and you know you're at the mercy of of what kind of shell you're in defensively and how quickly you can react. Uh, Brady and Nick, yeah, phenomenal. Just to witness those guys work, they're both elite athletes uh, in their own right, and and we've said all along for since we got Nick Dembski that he's always one of the best athletes on the field, uh, no matter the nationality. Um, and then you get a guy like Brady who is, once again, he he plays that style, that brand of football that we happen to really enjoy and we employ that style. And I think the the fans, uh, I know you, everybody out there appreciates them, but you, you just got to witness something, obviously a first in the CFL and very unique circumstances, going to the same high school, being from the same city, going from the same high school, hometown guys, and and having the seasons they did, it's remarkable. Hopefully, there's a lot more of those to come. Um, I know both those guys would like it that way too. So that's really cool. They're they're good dudes. Just makes me wonder who's the who's the star who's out there currently who's like six years younger than Brady. There's Andrew to Nick to Brady to. I can't wait to see who's next. Who's the next? Yeah, yeah. Who's the next Winnipeg that's going to rip the yeah. CFL I up? Do I think, love it. I do think football's alive and well in this city. It's it's remarkable to see. I love it. From the text line, Adam and Matt both want to know, uh, how is Mike Miller rehabbing? It's been so long since we've talked about him. I can't even remember what his injury was, says Adam. Yeah, he's he's there every day, giving him hell. So, um, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, Ian says, I think Janarian Grant could be the wild card on Saturday. Would you agree? Ian, yes. He had a touchdown in this game last year, he had a touchdown in the Grey Cup. He is wild. I'm absolutely with you. Yeah, we we just gotta, you know, prep our guys and get them to work for a very long time. Those plays take a long time to develop. So, 
our guys that are out there have to work for, you know, 10, 12, 15 seconds, whatever it is to spring them. But he's electric. His teammates love him. He's hard nosed too. He'll, he'll, he'll maximize, you know, he'll get every yard, every inch that's available out there. He'll stick his nose in there and get it. Kirk is on the text line at 204-780-6868. Says, uh, Derek, wondering why the game is being held on a Saturday, not Sunday as usual. Yeah, I think it's to allow the extra prep time for the final, for the Great Cup, I think. Yeah. yeah. Instead of Sunday to Sunday, yep. when you would travel You're out on rushed. Tuesday? Uh, Last year you would have flown on Tuesday Yeah, night? now we're flying Monday. Yeah. So it gives that extra bit of time, and a little bit of prep time, and um, – it's a super busy week, full of distractions. So any bit of extra time helps the coaches prepare and the players to get acclimated. Yeah. CFL awards are coming up. Guys have to attend that. Oh, by the way, you don't get to pick your own practice time, as I understand it. You get assigned a time by the CFL, and it's early one day and it's late the other day to help uh, us media folks get along and and, and things like that. So, uh, I, uh, Kirk, I also think – I don't know if they ever they've ever said this, but getting two playoff games away from the NFL for a couple of weeks is only a good idea in my in my mind. And uh, someone had texted to say, "I'm all in for Saturday Grey Cups." I'm not there yet at all. Grey Cup Sunday is pretty awesome, but if Saturday playoff games start do amazing things for the CFL, I'm open to considering it. But I don't want to be painted as a poster boy for Grey Cup Saturdays. I don't. I don't need that on my plate. There's enough. Too late. I'm pushing for two point converts. And why didn't Hamilton go for it on third and 21? And Sean White should be the special teams award winner. I got a lot of irons in the fire. I'm the the mayor of Kalaros Island. Like, I got a lot going on here. I don't want to be the Grey Cup Saturday guy, but willing to consider it if these ones go real well. Uh, Lightning round. How's Dalton shown? Looks good. How's Nick Dembski? Looks good. Evan Holm, I only saw him on specials on uh, Saturday's practice. See you 100%. He looks good. Adam Big Hill was, again, specials on Saturday. Yeah, beautiful. <laughs> I was enjoying that so much, I clicked the mic off. Uh, <laughs> Twice ever, today. Uh, Rashid Bailey, hamstring in the in the Calgary game. Oh, fantastic. We'll know much more tomorrow. The Bombers are back to practice. Please do give me a follow at DT on OB. Listen to Christian and the sports updates in the afternoon. We will have all the latest Bomber news ahead of the West Finals Saturday 5.30 featuring a special guest in the pregame show we are very excited about. Oh, boy. Playoff time is here in Winnipeg. Thanks for being with us for the Coaches Show on 680 CJOB. The Pro-Line Gold Bomber Coaches Show on 680 CJOB.